What are we? What are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Me? <laughs> I. We're on what episode? Like seventy-five, probably right now. Uh, seven. Well, no. Um, seventy seventy-six is out. Um, seventy-seven and seventy-eight have been recorded. This is episode seventy-nine. All right, so we're nearly eighty episodes in, and every episode just starts with us being surprised that we're recording a podcast. <laughs> like, wait, how does this work? How are you doing? What's what's new with you? I don't have anything to talk about. What's new with you? Oh man. It's so funny like it it's um I guess that is a problem with like not that it's um I guess it's it's not asynchronous. That's not what I want to say. It it is because there is um Obviously, we do better when we do this relatively consistently. We get, like, some serious momentum, and we talk about topics that are... And it's and we'll say things like, yeah, we talked about this two episodes ago, or something to that effect. And we'll kind of build on our, our narrative. And then when we take any time off, even if it's like a month or two months... When we get back to it, we start from the beginning. We might as well start the podcast all over, and then we build up again from nothing. I think that's like always how it feels to me. I, I um, think we're, we could just call those seasons. We we move in seasons, you know. <laughs> right. This is the new season, and it is a new season. Maybe. Our, our, it would have made our last. It would have made our seasons shorter and shorter every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there doesn't have to be consistency to anything. Um, the consistently I do, inconsistent. Yes, uh, I do mean that it's a new season, like weather-wise. Even though it's gorgeous here today, is it tick season? Is it mud season? What what oh. season is it there? Oh, it's definitely tick season. I got two bites in the last two weeks. I know. We covered that yes, last episode. Yeah. So um, it is It is officially uh, stick season, though um, due to, I, I don't know, I'm not an arborist, so I can't really explain it to you, but um, due to specifically... Um, the way the leaves didn't fall and the, the, the a lot of trees did remain re- retain their leaves um, in certain areas. I don't know if it's because they're like overly protected or because we just didn't have a lot of rain at that time. Um, there are like a lot of, I wish I could take a picture and show you. There are a lot of like huge swaths of land um, that have deciduous trees that have retain their leaves so they're this like golden dead color which is sort of pretty um anyway i thought it was very interesting i hope i got the right kind of tree right (laughs) (laughs) um you know what i've been thinking a ton about lay it on me what do you got thank you for listening to 2928 We are a semi-weekly podcast presented by two friends. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, or 
wherever you listen. You can find us at 2928.digital, which is where you'll find our entire back catalog of episodes. If you'd like to get in touch, you can email us at 2928.digital at gmail. You can follow us on your preferred socials, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Please tell a friend, and if you enjoy what you hear, take the time to rate and review. It helps us find new listeners. And once again, thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. now like we're late but i i think now is the time to really get into green energy stuff i mean this is stuff that i've been talking about for like I it years it's gonna be something new no <laughs> no exactly where the we same were shit last i always episode. talk about <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, it's the time. I like, I think about it constantly. And it's like, it's like this, this game of do I, do you do the thing where you can just like, because you got to work within the structure that you have. Do you make all the money you can so that you can put it towards the thing that you know is important so that it helps everybody? That's what I want to do. Like I want to do that in all facets, not just for green energy. What's give me give me an, an example or a goal here? What do you what, what do you see as a as a problem, and what's your plan to fix it? Without like talking politically, I think it's important to start taking care of people. I think that I we've had this like crazy divide in the last. 50 years that's been mounting just ever so slowly. We don't have any trust in other people. And that is exacerbated by things like ghosting culture, you know, ghosting culture, the, the internet culture that like allows people to just find it socially acceptable to just ghost like, like Wait, I'm what like it. What is any like, of this pe- green energy? We're, we're talking green energy here. What's the no, green no, 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 no. This is the this is the bigger the bigger picture. You got to step back from green energy. So step back. you're. Step, you I want think, people you to think get along. Society is uh, suffering from an abundance of ghosting. Totally. I think people don't trust anybody. You know, no one trusts anybody. But what does ghosting have to do with trust? I think it has to do with respect. And I think people don't respect other people because they don't trust other people. But but you think the biggest symptom of that is ghosting? No, that was just an example. But, like, let's, let's think about that for a second. Let me ask you. Do you think it's acceptable to, like... If, um, let's say you applied for like five new jobs, would it be acceptable for none of them to ever get back to you? I, they have no obligation to get back to me if I just applied to them. 
All right. How about this? You go to one interview for each of those jobs. Okay. Now, does any of those, do any of those companies owe you anything regardless of what they say in the interview process to get back to you? I mean, my experience is that they don't, but it would like if we're being formal and submitting a resume and giving references and following up on the status of it. Uh-huh. If you're if you're playing the game, then they should play the game and at least give you the courtesy of an email or a or a call to let you know that they filled the position. Uh-huh. Um, is this line of thought directly connected to you applying to green energy jobs and they didn't call you back? <laughs> no, 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 no. It this has to no, no, God, no. But believe me, <laughs> I will I would badger a company if I applied to them. But here's the thing. I'm just doing this like this like thought exercise of like thinking back, you know, five. It was already like seven years ago. I applied to UPS. I applied to UPS, too. Did I ever tell you the story? I don't know. I showed up with a beard and the guy was like, no, no. And I was like, what do you mean? No. He's like, yeah, that's crazy. and he was like, "We don't, we don't do beards." He's like, "This is un- that's Santa Claus shit." We he's like, "That's unacceptable." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." I was like, "It would be very easy for me to shave." And he's like, "And you'd be willing to do that?" And I was like, y- "Yeah." Like, I mean, what is this? Like in the uh, in the in the acting world, the casting like he, world. Like if, he was, if, if they want you to shave your beard, you can usually ask for a premium on the pay. So you should ask for a premium. <laughs> well, what's funny is now that now that you you know whatever pandemic whatever bullshit, UPS people are just keeping beards now because they wear masks. I I hundred percent feel like I've seen UPS guys with beards before. But that's because they get exemptions. FedEx people can do whatever they want. UPS is a clean shaven company. They oh, can it's like own- the Yankees. It's yes. Gross. Yeah. They only have mustaches. Look for mustaches on UPS men. UPS person. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Look for mustaches on UPS people. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, the thing is... The the thing is, how am I supposed to know, like, you know, I wasn't going to research everything about UPS before I went to the interview. I also wasn't going to shave my beautiful beard that I had at the time for a job I didn't know if I was going to get. But what he expected was that I would respect that dress code in the interview. Which I thought was bonkers. Yeah. So what I'm saying. Did they ghost you? Oh, no. He was just like, there was, it was me, you know, and I was what, 28 at the time. And there was like an 18 year old and we interviewed to like at the same time. And then they split us up and put us in different rooms. Like it was some sort of fucking psychological test. It's like, you're moving on to this room and you're moving on to this room. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then basically, like, I was quickly shuffled out and I was like, oh, they're taking that kid. 
By, because by moving you to a different room, they just showed you the back door and put I you mean, outside. It, yeah, effectively, I think, yeah, I think totally. But the thing is, like, I never got any sort of follow-up on that whatsoever. And I called and I asked. And this was like, it's just an internet culture thing, all right, is the ghosting thing. And I think it is a symptom of the history, okay? I think it's a symptom of our diminishing respect of human life, our diminishing respect of one another as just actual people. Because I think, and I think we've talked about this before in many different ways, but I think that the internet dehumanizes, you know, everything, right? You don't feel connected with people as real people because you don't interact with them anymore. And because you don't interact with them anymore, they somehow feel less human to you. And thus you can treat them in ways that are disrespectful and in ways that you would never treat even a stranger who is in your presence. So this is something that, you know, it's it, it's hard to not think that they're all, all these things, all these details are connected because they definitely are. Well, yeah, other- I mean, it, it's... it's it- like we had talked about with uh, pronunciations and dialects and stuff in the last on the last one, it's where it's effectively immersing us in. Uh, God damn it! I was, it's it's still early for me. I'm catching up here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's training behavior. It's 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 having us act more and more on the internet than when we're interacting with people in the real world less and less we just adopt the same way that we treat them on the internet I, I, you're i would think you're completely correct on that yeah i don't know I mean, how severe or what the limitations of it are but the fact that when you're online everything is categorized as a poster or a creator and a consumer and a commenter like you, you're distancing yourself from that's a person Totally. So when you're just firing off a response on a post, you're just posting. You're not like you, you don't think it has any extension past your keyboard. Absolutely. And you're just and the other thing that's insane is because we don't have this feedback loop in per, an in-person feedback loop, we end up with the extreme comment section section that I was talking about last episode, which is just like people just want to hear themselves talk, which of course I'm guilty of, but people just want to project their own just insanities out into the ether because they feel like they can. And that sort of uh, uncensored, you know, maybe not just thought, but like people are just like barfing out all of this nonsense continuously. Um, it's it's sort of it's sort of mind blowing to me. The other thing that I was thinking about the other day is like it would be very easy in this day and age to have a TikTok president? I mean, that sounds like a uh, like a Netflix show or something. That sounds horrible. 
I mean, the the thing is, you could. What would the, what what's the execution of that? What is what is a TikTok president? Oh, I mean, like the the new precedent for being elected to office is you need no experience. You don't need any you experience. Don't, you don't need experience to begin with. But the precedent beforehand was that you had some sort of background in something that that's, was that's relevant. Already, that's already been dissolved. Like that's that's not in existence anymore. It never was. I mean, for the last 50 years, it was more or less like the beginning of the end happened, right? I suppose with Reagan. But, you know, before that, uh, well, no, even Carter, I suppose. But like you had to have one of the the things, right? You had to be something. It's like, oh, I served my country is one of those things that you had to be, you know? Um, that was the like traditional, like call it the Ulysses S. Grant kind of like way in, you know what I mean? Or at some point it's like, oh, you had to practice law, you know? But now you don't have to do fucking anything except for literally be popular. Like literally all you have to do is be popular. Right, but that was that was the only criteria for it was you had to be a, a born in the country in 36 or something like that. So Yeah, 35 years old, born in the United States and you've spent the last 14 years on US soil. Right. So there's never been any precedent to have a civil service background, an armed forces background, a law background. I'm saying precedent as in like that there was at some point a like precedent as in all of these people fit some sort of mold in some way, shape or form. They were at least one of these like three things, right? Whether or not whether it was a a lawyer or a military official or something in some regard that is we could go through the presidents and everyone has something right. Um you know, obviously they're the all fir- white men. I mean, obviously they're all they're, they're white all men. white men. I fi- I figured it out. I cracked the code. They're all white men. They are literally, except for one, all white men. Yes. Is that Woodrow Wilson you're talking about? Yep, it was Woodrow Wilson. Yeah, that's who I'm talking about. The only guy who's like from Vermont. It's Is not it true. Really? No. Um. There's another guy who's from Vermont. Uh, born Stoughton, Virginia. So, all right. Woodrow Wilson. I just picked this one randomly because that's where we stopped on. He studied f- political philosophy and history, uh-huh. joined Phi Kappa Psi fraternity, and was active in the Whig Literary and Debating Society. Uh-huh. He was also elected secretary of the school's football association, president of the school's baseball association, and managing editor of the student newspaper. Uh-huh. Uh, Wilson was admitted to the Georgia bar. Okay, so he was a lawyer. Yeah, there it is. But that's like the, the you know, um, wasn't he also governor of something before that too? I, I skimmed. I don't know. Herbert Hoover. He invented the vacuum cleaner, right? Yep, that's it. And just like Dyson, also president. Dyson can't be president. He's British or something. <laughs> I think he is, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we went from what president number was um, Wilson? I don't, I don't know. All right, Hoover's thirty-first president. Um, 
Oh, he died in the Waldorf Astoria? These experiences convinced Hoover to pursue a career as a mining geologist. This guy's a rock guy. No way. He went to Stanford. Okay. For what? Despite failing all the entrance exams except mathematics during his freshman... Jesus, are you During kidding? During his freshman year, he switched his major from mechanical engineering to geology after working for John Casper Branner, the chair of Stanford's geology department. Yeah, mining engineering career. So, boom, right there. Second one I looked at, he is the 31st president, and he was a rock guy. Okay, but here's the... here's Okay. But here's the issue. He was a rock guy, but here's my point. You build up to something, right? The precedent is you were a thing before you were the thing, right? So, wait, how is that the precedent? Why? What is that now? Well, you, you, you. Okay. Hear me out. I, I'm, I'm trying, man. I know. I'm not making much sense in Guyley Land. That this is, this is a tough one. He was the director of the U.S. Food Administration, okay, from 1917 to 1918. Then he was the third Secretary of Commerce under um, Warren G. Harding in Calvin Coolidge, okay, from 1921 to 1928. So Hoover was already in at that point, okay? Right, and that's the way way it should work. If you're... Just a random ass businessman who just on a whim wants to run for president when he's never shown any interest whatsoever in civil service or or government at any level. There's something wrong with that. Agree. But he's not. Po- so the, the, the thing about him in this sense is that Hoover was not popular. Right. So that was sort of where I was going with like. Some sort of, I didn't say that. I didn't say you built up to it from, I, I also did, was unaware that you could be a rock guy and build up to it. But here we are. Um, Eisenhower, we know, had um, military background, right? Mm-hmm. Um, was Kennedy a lawyer? Kennedy was a senator and he was he served in the war and so he, he I mean he checks all the boxes basically. I don't know if he has a law degree or not. How about Truman? Everyone hates Truman, right? Do they? I don't know. I didn't really like I don't like the history of Truman at all. Isn't is Dude was a maniac, man. He fucking like expanded the He's like the reason the atomic age basically existed. Mm. He was vice president under FDR. Senator from Missouri. Yeah, okay. This is season one shit right here. Just going through presidents, Wikipedia's. Yeah, we're going. That's why I said we start all over. Oh my god, so weird. Anyway, what I'm saying is like these all are consistent within like whatever in a structure. So what I'm saying is imagine your TikTok president because today all you have to do is like I can finally run for president, right? I'm 35. So I can I can run for the next the next office. Are you are you announcing yourself right now? Um can we put a press release out with 2928 uh letterhead? 
host this guy. He's a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? We could beat we could beat fucking Rogan to this one at least. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck that guy. Um, dude, I get so much of his bullshit on my feeds because he advertises everywhere like an asshole. Well, I mean, he's omnipresent. Like, it, it seeps in. I don't. I don't log into YouTube when I'm on YouTube, but he still gets like direct marketed to me on YouTube. It's crazy. Yeah, it's fucking awful, is what it is. You know, he, he's he's the he's the fucking the new Rush Limbaugh. You know, it's like it's bullshit. We don't well, I need. Mean, and we don't need that. that. The fact that it spawned out of just the fucking janitor from news radio is now this giant media empire that's having presidential candidates on his show and stuff too i every every time i think about it it just it makes me marvel it's crazy it's it's almost as crazy as donald trump having been president like they were both hosting shows at the infancy of of reality television on the same channel and there i can't help but think that there's some sort of they were represented by the same people or something like that, like like shepherd their career in the same trajectory as as they've ended up. Uh, it, it's it's horrible. It's it's horrible. We we literally we literally took a TV star from reality TV who was horrible on reality TV and made that asshole the president for four years right but he has a reality tv is just a very small part of his horrible horrible businesses in history but no one cares about that stuff because what i'm finding out is that people are and once you i mean i'm sure you've done this but like i i've tried to like understand why 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 anything and i think when it comes down to it is that america is so stupid politically so fucking stupid politically that people choose singular issues okay and then they'll vote on one issue and one issue only and they don't care about a goddamn other thing I mean, and that's that's identity politics that's, but i didn't that's know what's but I, been... I because i'm not that i don't get that i don't understand that it doesn't make any sense to me i mean but that's that's been developed and implemented and forced on us and fed to us you know since roe v wade or before that since civil rights you know it's like since prohibition probably i mean they they find the one issue that they're able to tie to the idea of being patriotic or the idea of being religious or christian and they're able to tie it around your neck so that you're attached to that one issue above everything else here's the thing that i think i could do as tiktok president I think I can get on and then I can start talking about singular issues like that. And I think I can run as a Republican, right? The old switcheroo, you're thinking? Yeah, right? I can run as Republican 
Well, you know why that's not going to work is because now you're on record saying what the plan is. So when they start doing their their research on you, they will know that this is all a, a, a ruse to get uh, to get in the office. It is a it's a ruse anyway. It's a public ruse. The public ruse still works and still right. The- but you're not you're not just running as a Republican because you want their votes. You're running as a Republican because that that party nominates you. They're not right. going to nominate you if it's completely in a bad faith. But that's what TikTok president is. TikTok president is a popularity contest because the new version is a popularity contest. So all you have to do is say all the things that they want you to do, right? And I've thought about this for many years. So like, are you saying replace the electoral college with TikTok? It's a popularity contest. How how do you think Right, but the popularity is offset by the electoral college right now so i don't know what your system is doing is it, is it disregarding the electoral college for you to win a popularity contest all i'm saying is i think i could do it regardless of the electoral college i think i think i could get everything and everyone on my side because the electoral college still has all of the pressures of even though the electoral college exists, it still has and 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 embodies all the pressures of the push, right? What is and, that? What is the, what is the pressures of the push? Like what everyone's feeling, like because now we've had we've had how many popular you know we've had this happen more than twice or just twice that the popular vote didn't win the presidency. I think it, ha- it happened at least twice, right? It happened um, with Bush and it happened with Trump. But the, you know, and the other thing about that is I was thinking about how how our lives would be different today if Gore had actually been elected to office. Like, it's easy to be like, coulda, woulda, shoulda, whatever, life would be better because we would have actually had, like, jobs in you know, we would have had policy probably created um, for, you know, climate change activism and shit like that. And I think it would have really been a completely different trajectory because we're just so slow. We're so slow to adopt anything. Everything's just this, this big, slow, giant mountain of molasses that just like you can't ever get anything done. Anyway, TikTok president would be five presidents who lost the popular vote but won the election. Five? John Quincy Adams, 1824. No, I don't care about Adams. Rutherford B. Hayes is That's... 100% not a popular person. <laughs> There's never been a popular Rutherford. <laughs> he should have known that. Uh, I just found out that someone named Benjamin Harris was president, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> you didn't know about Harris, okay? All right, no. good. I, 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 the name's rattling around in there, but you know, if you if they ask you to name ten presidents, no one's ever going to name Benjamin Harris. Harrison. See, I don't even know what his last name is. I'm looking at it. When the is it? War- turn of the century or what? He was 1888. 1888. All right. Yeah. He lost the electoral. Oh wait, what is this? By sweeping the South, Cleveland won the popular vote by more than 90,000 votes, but lost the electoral vote 
233 to 168. Jesus. George W. Bush. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Donald Trump. Yeah. Wow. So it's happened fucking five times. Man, John Quincy Adams looks like a real dick. <laughs> He's got a real a, a real heavy uh, Ebenezer Scrooge vibe. Like In this picture, it looks like he just got visited by the three ghosts. All right, let's just, for the shits and giggles, let's do those. So, um... So Rutherford, Rutherford Hayes was uh, House of Representatives from Ohio. Um, John Quincy Adams was just like the grandson of John Adams. So that's probably why he got in just popularity. U.S. House member um, from Massachusetts. That makes sense. Who else did you say? Benjamin Harrison. Mm, you know, good. Benjamin Harrison. The greatest president. <laughs> I did not spell Benjamin Harrison right. See? Nobody knows. I can't spell Benjamin. Ben Harrison. President. <laughs> oh, nope. Still spelled it. I spelled president wrong that time. There's, um, this, this is Mandala stuff. This is he's he's never been president. There's never been a person named Benjamin Harrison who didn't play like football or something. Oh, a hundred percent, I know who this person is, dude. Hundred percent. Eighteen ninety three. I was I was close. That was my. I was thinking it was the turn of the last century around that time. Um. Damn, politician, lawyer. Military service, Union Army, 62 to 65. Well, at least he chose the right side there. He did choose the right side. I wonder if he went to, uh, what's it called, that university everyone goes to. West Point? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Every, everybody goes to West Point. <laughs> they all went to West Point. They did. That's all they did. Where'd he go? Civil War, post-career. Eh, they just They don't tell you. I'm not going to read this. All right. Who's who's after him? Oh, a little good old Grover Cleveland. I can't believe I still can't remember who's the the guy from from is it Taft who's from Vermont? I mean, that's the furniture store, so it could be. Oh, that's Ethan Allen. Um Nope, Taft is from Ohio. They're all from Ohio. Damn, who's the... I can't believe I can't remember who it is. Uh, President U.S. Vermont. I think there were two. Not really two. There was just one. But one of them like lived in Vermont. Oh, Chester A. Arthur. That's right. State of birth, Vermont. Oh... He's like from, yeah, he's from Fairfield. I literally like drive through Fairfield every day. How cool is that? What's, uh, what's TikTok president? TikTok president is when you do like some sort of like, you got to be mysterious with it, right? Like, so you pick your candidate. Who picks your candidate? Uh, I don't know like the the like the society of like wants to like overthrow the government society but like not really because they want to just infiltrate from within how do you pick your candidate you have to be on TikTok 
Uh, no, 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 no. You might have to like study TikTok. But what you do is you do it like on like full like mystery. Like you do like Banksy style mystery person, right? You like, you don't have to use like a, a voice modulator or anything, but I'm just saying like <clears throat> you take this candidate and this candidate posts videos about policy. And they're like, this is what we need to do to like, but not like overthrow necessarily, but like infiltrate from within, like steal the steal the the steal the government back, like for the people. So basically, like my idea would be to get every single politician in like the House and the Senate, just like completely. You set new limits so that you actually can't be old anymore. Like, you basically have to get everyone out who is independently wealthy, okay? If you are, like, too wealthy, like, you make more than, like, $500,000 a year or, like, are worth that, you're not allowed to be in there anymore. That's not, you're not helping anything. Like, rich people don't, they have to stop telling everyone else what to do. It needs to be a bunch of fucking Joe Schmoes in Congress, just like it was in, like, the 1780s. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it, no. Um, but, I mean, all the people who were in Congress then were landowners, dude. So that was the equivalent of being rich. No one was a Joe Schmo in the 1780s. They were all educated or had raised through ranks in the military and owned land. And don't make me open up the 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 seventeen eighty one U.S. And Congress also, list. If you load it with a bunch of Joe schmoes who don't have any money, I would imagine that the law of averages for influence from outside money would increase a lot because people would be treating them to dinners and vacations and you know uh, speaking engagements where they're starting to make money. But that's the whole point of like bribery is not supposed to be in Congress, but still is even with rich people. Right. I mean, lobbying exists. And but it shouldn't would still exist with poor people. But that's the thing you would want to take away, right? Yeah, of course, some right. would so become make, corrupt. Make, but make, make more clear cut rules and above the board uh, transparency so that. We're aware of make it like NASCAR so you can see who is giving these people money. Like put the advertisers on their web page and all that shit. I don't I don't even no, want I, know, I mean, like know who you're voting for. Oh, I'm voting for uh, big oil and and tide, you know. But that's the I want the deconstruction of that to begin too. I want I want. I want money to go back into people's pockets because I actually think that if we just like eliminated stupid ideas like debt and like credit card companies and all of the like stuff that like makes it work and like makes people rich, like, like none of that, none of that helps anybody, right? Like you can't, you can't continuously take from poor people 
right? And make them feel isolated from what they think they their country stands for or like what they think. You know what I mean? Like you also have to think globally at this point. You can't just think about like, I mean, arguably that doesn't even happen anymore anyway. Like, because clearly we have more, you know, poor, homeless, we have more hungry, we have more people without water than ever. And that's not just like a up by percentage due to an increase in population thing. That's an up in percentage due to the, you know, the difference between wealthy and poor people becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. So I really think that like, if you just like, my dream would just be to oust any rich old people in Congress and to just, you don't have to take them all out, but like, Especially people like your fucking uh, Josh Hawley's and your fucking Canadian Ted Cruz Cubans, whoever the fuck those people are, like all the fucking people like that. Like we have no time for that shit anymore. Like that is such that shit is so far from over to me. Like we don't have time for that. I don't have time for your Mitch McConnell's. I don't have time for, we don't, we're, you know, we're going to be dead soon enough. So all those people have to get the fuck out of the way, right? I want like people who live around the Washington area or like move to the Washington area, right? I don't want them to be like, you know, I mean, obviously, they have to represent their states and stuff, so I don't want them to move to Washington. But I want them to, like, have a connection with the country is more or less what I am what I mean. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want them to both represent their people legitimately, and I want them to think about what the next hundred years of America looks like. Because I don't think people look forward and think, what is America's role for the American people, like what do we see Americans doing in a hundred years? And how do we see Americans helping the rest of the globe? You know, do we think that we will always have um, developing nations? Do we think we'll always have, you know, poor nations? And why can't we remove those structures? Why can't we get away from that sort of stuff. What stuff? What structures? That whole th- idea of the rich nations preying on the poor nations to like, you know, basically like you and I come from basically super privileged backgrounds by default because of where we live and who we are. So if you're born a certain way, right? Or you're born into something, right? That's not your fault. Like you were born into that structure, that system, that thing. So, you know, like, uh, 
like maternal mortality rates in countries that are still super high and like just really basic stuff that we I'm going to say air quotes figured out in the in the um, worlds that are not developing nations. Right. Why can't we take all of that knowledge and spread it all around the world in a way that's not fucked up? and not religious in a way that's just like, we are here to help you if you need help. We will build you hospitals. We will build you, you know, we will make sure that your your houses don't get washed away when the monsoons come, when the, you know, uh, when the levees in China all break because they dammed all the water up. Like, you know, it's like all this shit. I just hope, I hope that like, We've gotten to this point where we have nearly 8 billion people in the world. I don't know. I just want things to be better for everybody. I don't, I want to be that guy who's like, I wish everything was better for everybody. And I don't think we get there by doing this thing that we do now. Like this weird, like, system built upon a system. You know? Like we have so many... We're like, we're going so far backwards now at this point because we've reached a, a point in the country where America won't be great ever again, I don't think, if it continues down this pathway and arguably never was. All right, you, you covered a lot of ground there. Um, give it back. To, give me it. Give me. Yeah, give it to me. I know. I, I'm do, still Do you need un- to write unclear. these things? <laughs> I'm still unclear on the whole uh, how you fix it. It just sounds like a, a list of, of what you want to see change, Vegadies. TikTok president. It infiltrates. It's a popularity contest. You get the guy or the gal on TikTok. They, like, do some, like, stupid viral messaging. And it's like, this is what we do. And it's like, da 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 And then all of a sudden, you're getting – you're doing a couple things. You're getting a big swath – and you, you got to do it like it's got to be super surprise attack, right? There can't be any time for a TikTok candidate number two to show up, right? You have to time this perfectly. But what you do is you start get, getting a following. All of a sudden, you have millions of followers, right? And maybe even more. But you get to this, this point where... Now you're internet famous and you start going, doing the circuit. You're like, now, now it's real. Now you're in real life, right? And now you're talking about policy. You're talking about stuff that you actually care about. And what you do most importantly, I think, for running for president, right? As TikTok president, you ignore the existence of the other candidates, because everything is such a shit show of saying like negative shit about another candidate. When they ask you, like, what do you think about so and so's policy on this? You turn that around. You're like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't really feed into that policy. You'd never name the person, right? And that gives them less power. I think this is all a mind game, but I think you could do it. 
you think the more was... you talk, the the less I see the point of any of this. <laughs> I'm just saying it's the modern day age, and I think you could run for president on a platform that is social media because the previous president I mean, ran that's, on that, a platform big... of popularity. I mean, that's exactly what, what Trump's campaign was. He embraced the internet better than anyone else. But that's what I'm saying is like it was a popularity contest, right? What you do is you just do it in such a different way, a way that's just never been done before, right? And you break all the rules because the rules have already all been broken. But it, it's already been done. It's or This has already been done. I don't think so. I actually don't think so. I, I think that everyone succumbs to the debate and the sliding of the opponent and all of that shit. And it's like, what I want to do is take the diving out of soccer, right? In soccer, in European football, there's all these, I'm sure you've seen it, right? They Flopping. all they all dive, right? They get sl- slide tackle and someone just dives and like holds their leg and it's like the most pain and agony they've ever been in their lives. And it's fake. And everyone knows it's fake, so why do you even do it? Like, because you want the other guy to get a, 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 a yellow card or a red card? Instead, instead of playing into the narrative of I'm going to put this other candidate down, you stay firm and you say, I will never talk negatively of another candidate. You stay firm on the line of, no, we're not talking about these people. We're talking about policy and what we need to do to move forward and actually be better humans to one another and live happier, better, more fulfilling lives. Because we're not here long enough to deal with bullshit. Okay, so... Say your plan works and yep. somehow you're completely elected by only TikTok users. Yep. Leave, leaving the boomer and the aging Gen Xer completely out of your demographic. What uh what's the first what are the first things you do in office? <laughs> oh well you have to like you have to like get the it doesn't work if you don't like get a lot get the majority of like the House and Senate on your side too. So that's it's an entirely separate thing. And that's why I was saying, like, this is it's a years, years long process. I don't think the first TikTok president would be able to do much. George Washington is called the father of the nation. John Adams passed treachery legislation. The famous Thomas Jefferson bought Louisiana. Under James Madison, War of 1812 began. And the Monroe Doctrine was by James Monroe. John Quincy Adams built canals that flow. Know that Andrew Jackson led the common man's cause. Martin Van Buren shunned war at all costs. Lost William Harrison, he died in bed. So then John Tyler filled in instead. Presidents, presidents, whom have we picked to be presidents, presidents? Let's see, throughout America's history, who 
who's made it into the presidency. James Polk was an underdog, first dark horse. Zachary Taylor elected cause he fought in war. California admitted by Millen Fillmore. Franklin Pierce signed a law book, his oath he swore. Moreover, James Buchanan saw the state seceding. Abraham Lincoln brought slaves to freedom. Believe Andrew Johnson bought Alaskan land. Ulysses Grant granted votes to every last good man. Disbanded post-war reconstruction Rutherford Hayes. James Garfield assassinated after 90 days. Presidents, presidents, whom have we picked to be presidents, presidents? Let's see, throughout America's history, who's made it into the presidency? The song continues on, did you think that it was over? Chester Arthur Postal Service bribery, he's smoldered. Grover Cleveland via more bills than most. Benjamin Harrison narrowly won his votes. Throw a toast to Grover, he gained victory again. William McKinley killed by a gunman. One friend of the environment was Teddy Roosevelt. William Taft, income tax, what he must develop. Hoped to build a League of Nations, that was Woodrow Wilson. Warren Harding had a cabinet that Skittles built from. Presidents, presidents, whom have we picked to be presidents, presidents? Let's see, throughout America's history. Who's made it into the presidency? Calvin Coolidge wiped away the nation's debt. But then came depression, much to Herbert Hoover's threat. Yet Franklin Roosevelt, new jobs he created. Harry Truman's usage of the bomb was much debated. An interstate highway system made by Dwight Eisenhower. John Kennedy defied Soviet missile power. For our Civil Rights Act, we can thank Lyndon Johnson. Richard Nixon moves I knew to Watergate involvement. On to Gerald Ford, the appointee to replace him. Jimmy Carter pardoned those accused of draft evasion. Presidents, presidents, whom have we picked to be presidents, presidents? Let's see, throughout America's history. Who's made it into the presidency? When Ronald Reagan spoke, he restored the nation's pride. George H. Bush in the Gulf War, he thrived. To the sky under Bill Clinton surged the economy. George W. Bush formed Homeland Security. You see, Barack Obama wants change to come along. But maybe one day, it'll be your name in the song. Washington, Adams, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, Adams, Jackson, Ben Buren, Harrison, Tyler, then Pope. Taylor, Fillmore, Pierce, Buchanan, Lincoln, Johnson, Grant, Hayes, Garfield, Arthur, Cleveland, Harrison, Cleveland, McKinley, Roosevelt, Taft, Wilson, Harding, Coolidge, Hoover, Roosevelt, Truman, Eisenhower, Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon, Ford, Carter, Reagan, Bush, and then Clinton, George W. Bush, and Barack Obama. Presidents, presidents, whom have we picked to be presidents, presidents? Let's see, throughout America's history, who's made it into the presidency? Presidents, presidents, whom have we pick to be presidents, presidents, let's see, throughout America's history, who's made it into the presidency, presidents, presidents, whom have we picked to be presidents, 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 whom have we picked